Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I am super stoked to be uh, recording in person. Absolutely. Outside. Because yeah. we don't have like a foot of snow anymore, which is terrific. Or, or ice. <laughs> or ice. Or yeah. Ice. I, I, I missed most of the ice, fortunately. Uh, that was... It was more down this way, in fact, but uh, I think I had more snow. It was it was not pleasant for a long time there. Lucky for you. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky for you. So this is the uh, second episode of the Craft Brew Geek uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, joining me is my sometimes co-host, uh, JFab HD, which actually means all the time co-host so far for the I'm, second episode. Uh, I was going to say I'm, I'm batting a thousand so far, so that's good. But uh, you are uh, famous for the. Uh, the now archived unusually pink podcast that uh, drew drew critical review all across it, the interwebs. It did, it did. Yeah, we had we had tens of listeners. It was a pretty big deal. Did, yeah. Didn't Joe Joe Rogan mention you all once? Yeah, he actually uh, tried to uh, to be a guest on the show, and uh, we just kind of thought he, he wasn't quite a big enough deal for. The, the type of content we were producing. So we told him no. I, I could see that he, for he, was, sure. he was a little mad. I, I did not get a Christmas card this year. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. He didn't move from California to Austin, so maybe he just got mo- lost in translation. Uh, it, could, it could have been. It could have been, yeah. Yeah, surprisingly, he did not uh, He did not let me know his new address. And then John is also <laughs> the uh, co-founder and uh, uh, my co-host on the uh, wildly uh, popular Same Shade of Difference podcast. It is true. It's that, true. Uh, we're uh, 20-something episodes in. Oh, are we and, up to 20-some? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, we have, so we have more uh, episodes of that than the Same Shade of Difference because I think we – didn't quite make it to 20. I'm sorry, then the unusually pink one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so if we get to go to the podcast episode this year, we'll get to raise our hand at a much yeah, higher. Yes. Yeah. Cause how many, how many did we have? Was it like five or six or something when, or six, when we were yeah. there? Yeah. Like the, the last, the literal last thing anyone did before the pandemic or that we did was, was go to the Podfest Expo. <laughs> Yeah, and then immediately come home into quarantine. Well, and and not only did we go, but we were uncomfortable because that's when all the news was breaking. Yeah, and uh, and I remember being in the airport and just like being super sensitive. Yeah, because we um, well, one, it was the uh, it was like the the worst sized uh, venue you could imagine because it was uh, like everyone's on top of each other, so you're like uncomfortable. And then uh, that's when our flight was delayed by like five hours. Yeah. And we just sat in the airport and worked for five hours. And like every time somebody coughs, everybody's like looking around like, stay the hell away from me. Like, (laughs) cops come get this person. You know, it was uh, was very uncomfortable. And and the international travelers were already wearing masks. Yeah. There were a handful of people only uh, wearing masks at the time. But there were... Enough that like uh, you felt uncomfortable by it too. Like I should probably be wearing a mask. Like this is this is mildly terrifying now. That's uh, yeah. It was it was a weird time for sure, especially in an airport like Orlando that that has a lot of you know people going around in it too. Yeah, and and all the international flights. So you know, bringing in uh, the first cases of uh, COVID right. to the United States. Yeah, or in some cases maybe taking it. 
back out of the United States to other countries as well. So yeah. uh, the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting interesting trip. I'm looking forward to uh, flying again at some point and not feeling mildly terrified about it. <laughs> so I think the Podfest episode they had a uh, online one. Um, this past week. Oh, did they? Okay. I got uh, hammered with uh, spam after spam after spam. The one we went to, I believe, is scheduled for July in person in Orlando, and I haven't heard anything else. So I'm curious to mm. see how that, that happens. Yeah. Um, July seems um, optimistic, maybe? It does. So um, it depends. So on Monday in our state, they start rolling out 1C. Yep. I have already seen the disclaimers that said we have – a boatload of people that need the ones that fall into the one C, maybe 1.6 million. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, Kentuckians. Yeah. And so uh, it'll be hard to get a uh, reservation for a long time. So please don't get frustrated, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it could take uh, a number of months. Uh, if you get the Pfizer, I think it's 21 days to the second mm-hmm. one. And if you get the uh, Modera, it's 28 days. Yeah, I think that's right. And then I know the Johnson & Johnson one-dose one got approved, but I don't haven't seen any distribution on that. I have not either. But, uh, yeah, I was eyeing up the uh, the list that got sent out at work of, like, all the uh, the places kind of around the vicinity of, like, our office, which uh, makes my life easy because I happen to live pretty close to the office. Um, there, there's a decent number of places, so probably on Monday I'll – start down the war path of checking those regularly to see if I can get an appointment somewhere. There's actually one, like a, a Walgreens literally like two minutes from where I live that, uh, is a distribution center. But I assume like everything, it's just going to be booked full for quite a while, but we'll see. I, I saw, um, on social media, a number of people, uh, in the, in the one A and one B that were talking about, they, they got this past week their vaccine at the Walgreens in Frankfurt, and it was uh, easy. The Walgreens or the CVS. Oh, okay. So um, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I know that there uh, are some large venues as well. There's a large venue in, in Covington mm-hmm. at the convention center. Yep. I know the governor visited it uh, a week or so ago. Yeah, yeah. They sent that notice out about he was going to be there. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um because I, I really haven't even looked at like the number of or, or how backlogged you know reservations were or anything up until you know now I can actually like get it so I will have to start looking but uh, I've I've just assumed I'm not going to get it for a while up until this point and uh, didn't really bother looking because why waste the time Yeah, I think there's going to be more guidance come out and if that guidance is pi- positive guidance, I think I'd be willing to do some things mm-hmm. uh, once. Um, I was fully vaccinated and people that I was traveling with were vaccinated and things like that. So podcast uh, uh, festival or uh, actually being able to go someplace on vacation and uh, still be safe, but uh, wear a mask, social distance, but be able to actually feel like you can go to a place that's open. Right. And uh, I'd still stay outside and things. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, I've been getting the, uh, I've been waxing nostalgic for a while now. I, uh, I went down to, uh, my, my favorite local brewery, uh, Braxton to pick up a beer order like I always do. And I had ordered, um, 
takeout from uh, a place a couple blocks away that I walked down to. And like as I walked to it and back, I passed one of my favorite local bars uh, in Covington. I'm like, man, I haven't been in that bar in like over a year now. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Really miss just like even going to places like that and hanging out. It was uh, a fun spot. I would, you know, usually like Friday nights, I would uh, I would just walk down there after work and, and kind of hang out for a while. And it was, uh, it was a great place, but just uh, being able to do that sort of thing again is going to be awesome. I'm yeah, it's amazing. Very looking it's, forward it's, to it. It's been a year. And yeah. So, uh, so this is the Craft Brew Geek podcast, and we're hosting at uh, – or we're recording at uh, Wessex Farm, who's hosting us today. They open in a couple of hours. And um, uh, interestingly, I was uh, watching some social media, and they didn't open the farm last year. It, it seemed surreal. I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with this social media post because it says we're going to open for the first weekend, and it was uh, like a, a July weekend. And I was just like <laughs> – what? <laughs> and then, then I recalled that that I had uh, been coming through and getting drive through on Saturdays. You ordered online, right? And you right. picked up your order, and um, and so yeah, that was uh, that was just surreal that we've been in this for a year. But but we are the Wessex Farm, who is my local mm-hmm. go to place. It is just down the road from my house, and uh, as you, uh, uh, I am drinking out of a. Uh, Wessex farmhand uh, mug, and uh, I uh, spent the first year here um, here all the time, and yeah. then uh, last year was uh, a lot different. Yeah, I uh, I mean I've been here a handful of times, um, you know, in the in the before times as we say, um, but uh, I didn't I didn't come here nearly as much as you did, even when I was living local in the area. Um, usually you know wouldn't hang around uh frankfurt too too much after i finished work um i would usually do stuff in in georgetown or whatnot but definitely i've been here much much more frequently post pandemic um just because it is such a terrific venue to to be able to do things outside makes a huge difference so um i know throughout last summer and fall we had you know days where we'd meet up and just work from here um work until they opened and then get beer so it's uh, it's pretty nice and you know as much as i tend to dislike driving uh the fact that i don't drive ever anymore means it's not nearly as painful to go uh, an hour and 15 minutes one way to get down here yeah absolutely <laughs> and the environment is great but uh, maybe before we talk any more about the farm and we'll probably talk about the other uh uh, West Six Places. What are we drinking, John? We are drinking the Kentucky Cold Brown, which I assume the name is a play on the Kentucky Hot Brown uh, sandwich, if you choose to call it a sandwich, though it's more like a, a casserole almost, I, typically. I, I have always considered it a casserole, and I yeah. see it on menus everywhere as a sandwich. So, yeah, uh, I, I do too, and I'm like, it's interesting. There's, I've, I'll just say this. I've never had a Kentucky Hot Brown that you could actually like pick up with your hands and never. like a sandwich. No, never. Not, no, not happening. But uh, I think it's the first time I've had the cold brown, and it is fantastic. So it's one of their specialty beers, and uh, it is uh, – I believe made for a restaurant in um, in Lexington. Um, I have a mental block. The restaurant is over on Southland Drive. It's kind of uh, 
a diner slash uh, kind of a little bit of everything restaurant. Mm. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, similar name to a donut shop. Anyway, um, they make it special part of the year for them. Okay. And uh, it is a uh, it, it it tastes like it is a derivative of the the West Six Brown with uh, vanilla lactose. Yeah. And uh, I believe I don't recall, but a few other things. We'll put a link in the show notes uh, directly to it. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's a specialty beer, and you can't get it uh, many places. And they um, they noted back in December that they were going to fill Cowlers at the uh, uh, the main brewery in Lexington, mm-hmm. and I happened to. Jenny was on a, a run to Lexington, and I was like, could you do me a solid? While you're there. Could you go over there? I just want this. Right. And uh, so she was able to walk in, see friends that she knew. Right. And right. Uh, and grab this. So it has been in my refrigerator uh, waiting for you and I to get back and either do a Same Shade of Difference podcast or a Craft Brew Geek podcast. And this just seemed to work out today. We do uh, We do meet here a lot. And one of the things we try to do is always um, drink West Six beer if we're using their facilities. If we're working for here, yep. we do try to make an order at the mothership and uh, have somebody pick it up and bring uh, a case or two of cans over here, depending on how many people are going to show up and and uh, and make sure we're always drinking their beer. They are a super host. Mm-hmm. So the this episode we we're uh, we're trying an experiment with video, so we have some video going. So uh, this could show up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. We we decided, you know, people really needed to see my quarantine hair. <laughs> so quarantine here hair we are and quarantine mustache and quarantine mustache. Yeah, I haven't trimmed the mustache in in a while. Um, when I do the mustache, which I started doing again, mostly because the beard kept pulling my mask down, uh, which irritated me, um, I usually keep it decently trimmed. But uh, one of our friends, uh, co-workers, and occasional uh, podcast guests, Chris Forsyth, has uh, a pretty righteous one going right now. And uh, I felt like he was showing me up, so I kind of stopped trimming mine. Is he the guy that has that uh, world-famous uh um, Bluebirds of Central Kentucky uh, website? It is, in fact, uh, the guy who has the world-famous uh, BluebirdsCKY.com website, which the uh, primary trail for is right behind us. Yeah, absolutely. How about so that? <laughs> if you're watching this on video, as you look out over the hillside, the uh, the trail starts, and uh, it's a really cool environmental effort uh, to, uh, to provide habitat for uh, – Bluebirds and and similar type species, and uh, Chris has uh, actually expanded to a couple of other places. In fact, uh, I think maybe tomorrow he has a uh, something going on at um, at one of the other locations that they have built out some habitat. For. Oh, that's super cool! That's super so cool. So the uh, I believe the Josephine's uh, Sculpture Park. Yeah. Park. So yeah. So um, the Wessex Farm is. Uh, Kind of a uh, old garage-looking building that they have uh, renovated. Got a couple doors. Uh, with COVID, there are lines and charts on the floor to tell you what to do. You used to be able to sit in there at the bar, which was super cool, except for sitting at the end where they have uh, Creek Rock and uh, 
I repeatedly, because I can't learn, uh, skinned my uh, knees when I got the end seats. So. You you haven't spent time at the West Six Farm if you have not skinned your knee on on the rock uh, yeah. at the end of the bar. Yeah, I've yeah. I've done that a few times myself. It's it's inevitable. For it, sure. It's yeah. It seems like you and you can't learn from that. Y- you can't, and um, I think there's a direct correlation between the amount you've had to drink and the frequency with which you hit your knees off of that I, as well. I, I'm I'm sure that that's <laughs> that is the case for <laughs> absolutely. So um, they. Um, they have uh, picnic tables set up in gravel outside. They've got a couple of of tables that that have uh, uh, partial tents over mm-hmm. top of them. Uh, that uh, they're actually on the sunny side. So we have sat over there before when we've come to to work early, and uh, and that gives you some shade. And then the farm has uh, traditional sort of. Uh, picnic tables all across the farm and the hillside. And uh, if you check my uh, social media, Craft Brew Geek, um, you you will see lots of, of uh, Wessex Farm pictures over time, including they grow their own hops. They grow uh, fruits, mm-hmm. uh, raspberries, blueberries. Uh, at times there's even uh, cattle and things on on the farm as well. So, uh, so it's really a, a a cool environment. They uh, generally have food trucks, and uh, as luck would have it, the uh, food truck is about to pull up. It is. How about that? This food truck <laughs> is uh, new to the Wessex Farm this year. Uh, M and B uh, Meats, I believe. Uh, I can't see the the sign anymore, but uh, I had one of their burgers and. Uh-huh. Uh, Wow. Pretty solid. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. It's like uh, a supersized smash burger. Seems like it was a double like smash burger. Ooh. And it had all the fixings like maybe a uh, uh, a home style um, Big Mac. So they had nice. their own special sauce. And uh, yeah, really, really good. Not not fast food, pub food at all. It was it was definitely good. So uh, had them uh, in the in the fall during one of the weekends that are open. So um, they will be here today at noon, and uh, our uh, um, really good experience. And their fries, oh my gosh, their fries were outstanding as well. That's fantastic. That's yeah, a, that's a good compliment. That says it. It's really easy to kind of drop the ball on those. You know, it it stands out. There's like a handful of places I think of, and I'm like, that's some good fries. And most places, they're just kind of lackluster. So I think that's that's some high praise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, and they were super cool people. So uh, I I think I've had had their food twice. So uh, super cool people. And um, so they'll be sitting up here in in a little bit. And uh, the farm has uh, a number of miles of – mountain bike mm-hmm. and hiking trails. Um, they have some mountain bike events when COVID's not around. They have hosted the Kentucky Mountain Bike Association. Seemed like one of the biggest days I have ever seen. It, it was it was a day that people, you could still sit inside and there were people lined out um, down into the gravel. Right. Um, to, um, so, uh, so, yeah, so uh, uh, activities like that. Um, prior to COVID, they had uh, trick-or-treating for kids where a lot of folks in nonprofits set up uh, tables. 
and uh, they give back to the community in in quite a number of ways. Interestingly, uh, I did overhear um, that um, as bad as as 2020 has been for small businesses or was for small businesses, um, the farm, while they weren't open as many days, on the days that they were open, they were exponentially more successful most of those days than they had been the previous year because people wanted to do things and mm-hmm. the only way they could safely do it was outside. And when you came out here, the tables were are spread out like they are now. But but the hillside was full of people. Yeah, that was that was probably the coolest thing to see. I think uh, were a few times we were here, and like uh, that entire hillside would have you know picnic tables all across it. You know, probably twenty feet apart from each other out there, and just completely filled with people, which was really awesome. Yeah. So. Um, um well, that truck really uh, <laughs> threw up our uh, sound. So uh, if you're not watching the video version, <laughs> that's, that's what a, it was. Uh, a truck just uh, uh, just cruised the premise, and uh, the West Six Mobile just drove by. <laughs> yeah, so that was some serious sound. So um, they have um, a pond here, right right in front of the the garage, and uh, occasionally you'll see some dogs uh, swimming around in there. It's a pet-friendly place. Yep. They like you to keep them on leash, but there will be dogs on leash in that pond. And then over the top of the hill, our uh, our friend uh, Chris Forsythe, who runs that famous uh, Central Kentucky uh, uh, Bluebird site, uh, one of his sons um, is uh, is a serious fisher. And uh, he fishes up on top of the hill in a small pond and just catches uh, trophy bass all the time. Dang, I didn't know there was another pond up there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So it's uh, it's smaller than this one. Um, this one actually was required to, to be built for, uh, I believe, fire uh, mm. suppression sort of things. That makes sense. And the other one is a natural pond over top of the hill and uh, and really cool. Hiking trails all over the place, so uh, lots of people come out here and, and hike. When yep. we've been here working during the day, we've uh, seen numerous times people hiking. Yeah, and, yeah, people uh, would stop by all the time, even when they're not open, and just you know hike the trails. I think a lot of times they were confused uh, when they would show up, thinking like, "Okay, it's not open, but we'll go hike," and then. There'd be like seven of us here, one person at each picnic table <laughs> working on stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a little <laughs> odd and disconcerting. I know we had somebody come in that were tourists. Yeah, that the yeah. place wasn't open, and so we were telling them, and and they they looked kind of like we had West Six beer, right, obviously, right, and they were a little confused till we uh, till till we we told them what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, because we had uh, like you had mentioned, you know, we'd always have West Six beer, and we kind of had the. Uh, the, the cooler collection that, uh, you know, uh, someone would go pick up a whole bunch of West Six beer and just keep it in a cooler. And every time the cooler got low, just fill it up again before the next meeting. And so we all had West Six beer. But luckily, we were all pretty familiar with the area. So we were able to talk about, you know, other things they could go do or other some other breweries in the area they could go see and then, hey, come back at four when they open, that sort of thing. It was, it was kind of neat. We were like the unofficial ambassadors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we are here 
quite frequently, or we were. Yeah. On the on their open days. Well, and I mean, your 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 West Six Cup that you're drinking out of does have Craft Brew Geek on it, so like you might be an official ambassador. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Although uh, a, a friend of mine made that for me, uh, uh, it didn't actually come from. Oh, West you don't. Six. You don't have to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just let it ride. <laughs> well, his wife listens to our podcast and actually uh, likes. She likes same shade of difference. And okay. So I mean, it's good content. If uh, if. Uh, uh, I don't want to call her name out in case she doesn't want to be internet famous with <laughs> all the millions of listeners. Yeah. But if, if Shuki Do, which is a social media name, uh, here's this. Here, this is your shout out. There you go. And, uh, and uh, her husband has a, a friend that's uh, thinking about uh, retirement and, and looking for uh, entrepreneurial things. And uh, so he, uh, he does these where they are uh, – uh, that's kind of cut, and so he uh, he takes and and does some things with uh, with metals like metal cups and things like that. It's pretty so, cool. It's pretty yeah, cool. pretty cool stuff. They, uh, they I think I mentioned, but they uh, they grow their own hops here too. Yep. And uh, the this first can harvest, kind of see it behind us where they would normally grow uh, on the uh, the video. Um, where the poles are kind of out there, that's where the hops would be growing normally. Yeah, maybe a little over John's head. Um, there, there are uh, poles and and hops, and so the uh, the first time they harvested it, they uh, they did some some hopping here, and they added it in with their Oktoberfest beer, and they uh, called it Hoptoberfest, okay. and. Um, was really really good. Their 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 first Hoptoberfest was was really good. The second one was different, and so I I, I never really asked why it was different. The second one was different, but the uh, first variety was uh, was really terrific. So uh, uh, good stuff. Uh, I'm seeing over my shoulder. Looks like we got some uh, at least hikers. I can't tell if they have uh, bikes over your shoulder uh, coming out. So. Um, it is a a uh, chilly but not freezing day. It is uh, a light misty rain, and uh, I'm I'm already feeling like it's gonna be a big day for the West Six folks. I bet it is. Yeah, I mean, as as you can tell, we are we. Are, if you're watching the video, uh, we're in hoodies as opposed to winter jackets. <laughs> so yeah. that's already a a big change of pace for us for us recently. And yeah, I think a lot of people. I know the. Uh, Despite the the the, the torment um, that is involved with me personally having to get out of bed before like eleven a.m. on a Saturday, um, and I do feel guilty. About yeah, that, just yeah. So you know. But but when you said, "Hey, you know, the farm's going to be open if you want to like go down there at ten, maybe and record beforehand," I was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's do it!" Because <laughs> uh, I really haven't done anything recently just because it's been so cold. We haven't been able to go out anywhere do anything you know nobody's sitting outside when it's like that so i was i was jonesing to uh to go somewhere and it's um i imagine a lot of other people are in the same boat i could see it uh being a a popular location today for sure yeah and i know you and i are of like mind about being super safe and so this is uh, one of really only a couple of places that we've been hanging out at all during the winter yeah and um the other place was super cool as well and maybe we'll record a podcast episode from there maybe who knows maybe even next weekend but uh um 
Yeah, it's really nice to be back at the farm. I think they closed down, and um, I can't remember if there were any open weekends in December or not. Seems like maybe early December there might have been. Yeah, I think it was the last time we were here on Black Friday. Was that the last time we it, were here? We, we let, yeah, we recorded. We had a uh, we recorded a same shade of difference podcast. Yeah, so that was the one where we uh, introduced Chris to his now world famous Bluebird CKY website. It I was. Yeah. It was, and we had uh, some friends from our old place of employment show up. Yeah, and we drank uh, big beers. We did. We uh, we started drinking some high gravity stuff uh pretty early in the afternoon <laughs> yeah i can't remember what the uh the last west six high gravity i'd had a bottle it was like a 2019 bottle and uh and we polished that off and one of our friends then west six opened yeah and one of our friends like you're going to get more beer right <laughs> and uh i'm not sure what you did but i kept going with uh their snake cake yeah. and, and things like that, yeah. which was also high gravity, and it uh, it 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 turned out being a uh, epic night for me in a <laughs> number of ways. Yeah, I uh, I did the same. I always find it's um, it's easy to transition from uh, like lighter, easier drinking beers into something heavy. It's harder to go from something heavy into something lighter. Yes. Um, just because it, it almost feels like you're still just tasting whatever you were drinking beforehand as opposed to what you're drinking now. So I, I kind of did the same thing. But uh, I know one of our friends from a previous place where we both worked, um, he texted me the following Monday and he was like, I remember I was supposed to ask um, another person something as a practical joke, but that's literally all I remember. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be asking them. So, um, and and he arrived day. late and left early. He did. He did. He showed up probably about an hour, hour and a half after we had started. And then, uh, yeah, he left maybe uh, an hour or two after they had opened. And uh, I remember I was it was dark by the time I left. It was probably almost eight, maybe. Um, it, it was dark it was, when I it was dark <laughs> when I left. Whether it was dark or not, I'm pretty sure I left after you. You did. You, but you it, were still here when I left. But yeah. but it was really <laughs> dark because because it had been a dark beer, high gravity day, oh, and uh, and and I called for help. I, uh, I issued a 911 you did. early in the night. You did. R- rescue came uh, with, with a vehicle and food, if I recall correctly. And, <laughs> and the food usually helps, and the food had no impact at all. It was, I think it was too late was the problem. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a line in the sand. You know, you got to have the food before that. You cross it, it's, it's not going to do you that much good at that yeah, point. I yeah, think. I've always said, uh, I call it rescue pizza. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I was way past being rescued. Yeah, there was, there was no chance. So I showed up the next day, and uh, I came in, and uh, um, I hate to call out uh, West Six staff. Um, by the way, West Six staff at all their locations are the best of the best. They, they are the most customer-focused, cool people that you ever want to encounter at any sort of hospitality, not just breweries. Mm-hmm. And uh, I frequently tell, uh, I'll call out Jesse, um, who is is one of the the senior managers, and and I tell Jesse all the time that 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 my gauge is the West Six gauge. Right. So so when I go to a place, if it's West Six like, then I share that with him and say, Hey, next time you're in Florida, yeah, you should do this because it's West Six like. And uh, we've had numerous conversations about that. 
but uh, there are no bad experiences here. Um, the staff just really uh, kills it uh, every time at all the locations. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always had uh, you know even even before I started to get. Um, I don't want to say preferential treatment, but I'll say preferential treatment by uh, knowing the world famous craft brew geek. Um, I always had good experiences at the West Six locations, and yeah, you know, the more you go, that only gets better and better. So um, it's it's always been a real good experience. Yeah, they are they are terrific. So I know, uh, you know, you and I even went. Uh, I guess it was right at the start of January out to their new location in Louisville, um, both to check it out and to, you know, see some of the staff who had moved uh, out that way as well. So I was thinking, um, you know, we talked about before we started this unplanned episode that uh, we don't have an outline for about talking about all the locations, but that would seem to me like not giving our, our millions of listeners the full experience. And so um, I think – we, we, we can reference those places, but I think we should go record a podcast a at good each idea. location. Yeah, I like that. I do like the whirlwind tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the location that, that John is referring to is their newest in, in Louisville. Mm-hmm. It's called Nulu. And um, it was really cool. We yeah. uh, we sat outside because we wanted to be safe. The inside was open and it was spread out and, and they were doing all the right yeah. things. And they, we, and they even still had like the big, uh, they got kind of like here, they've got big garage doors yep. and the doors stayed open, you know, it wasn't enclosed even though it was, uh, you know, a bit of a chilly day, but. Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a cold day. It was. And, uh, <laughs> and, and yet still doing all the right things, yeah. which. Which are the type of people that I know you and I want to exactly. want to patronize exactly. and give our money to and and support, just in general, and um, and so uh, we had a great experience there. You tried a couple of beers. I did. Um, I had their uh, their Billy Goat, I believe, Stout, which is just a Nulu uh, location one, mm-hmm. um, just a, a, a decent stout for sure. And we sat outside. Um, we didn't try any food, but there is food from places that you can order from your yep. West Six seat, and it'll show up. Yep, yep. I always like that if they don't have their own food to just be able to uh, order from another local place, and it it gets delivered there. That that's always awesome. Um, I know you and I had great success with that. Um, when uh, when we were in Florida the last time at uh, the brewery that we literally spent like ten hours at that first day there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the food just showing up was of great benefit that day too. I also think that if we uh, if we're able to make it back to the pod uh, fest episode, uh, we'll do a better job this year of recording episodes of whatever podcast we're doing. We did record there, but we only recorded one, and we have a much better setup. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, no, that was um, that was kind of, if I recall, that was sort of our very first recording, like on location. It was. I, I think all of our other ones we had done in the studio at the office. Yep. Um, and so that was kind of the the beta test. Um, we had a couple of the microphones that we brought and just uh, a recorder that you happened to have, and we just kind of were winging it a little bit. Uh- I don't mean to call you out, but the most important thing that we brought that almost killed both of us was the heavy ass <laughs> stands. stands. <laughs> uh, they they must they felt like they weighed a hundred pounds. Oh, they they did, and uh, 
didn't uh, didn't I take some of the gear? Like you brought all of it, and I took some of the gear because like your bag was right at the weight. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I, I was on, I was on the edge of getting a, a, an upcharge. Yeah, and it was funny because uh, so when I when I flew there without any of that shit in my bag, um, you know everything was was normal. Um, I I put I, I think it was maybe one of the stands or it was something that was decently heavy in my bag. I, I'm and, pretty sure uh, you carried at least one of the stands, maybe both yeah. of them, in the base unit. And then uh, when I got my bag. Um, Back when we got to Cincinnati, um, then I had the little notice on it like, hey, your bag was opened and checked by TSA because they were probably like, what in the hell do they have in here? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it made the bags <laughs> unbelievably heavy. Yeah, heavy. And, was, of course, we had cables. And, right. And all, we all we all had all kinds stuff. of stuff. But, yeah, I, I remember uh, – Hanging out around uh, Orlando because we went to go get food then, uh, holding like one of those little, those shitty little gym bags that just had like the bases in it, I think. They were the huge like block, like almost cast iron ones that weighed approximately a million pounds. Oh, that yeah. Was, uh, that was yeah. a good time. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, we, we had a good experience and, and because we recorded a, a, a podcast at a, uh, Dead Lizard Brewing, yep. um, they, they didn't have the West Six experience, and then we popped out the stuff, and then we got a lot better uh, customer service yeah. when they, they saw what we were doing. And I was trying to take some pictures in the brewery, and the dude was like, just walk on in there. Yeah, I remember that. And, I remember and, that. And, yeah, and just go on in. That's not, that's not <laughs> usual. So, um, so, so, John, not to put you on the spot. Yeah. I propose that when we are both uh, fully vaccinated – we do a uh, safe beer tour, and we do a road like trip this. to maybe uh, let's go to Key West, and uh, we can work on the road when I, when we need to work. But but like we say, we stop in uh, Asheville for a couple of days and do episodes of uh, various podcasts at breweries, and then um, go to uh, the next place, which uh, I'll tell you, Columbia, South Carolina. Which doesn't sound like a hotbed of uh, breweries was uh, uh, a cool place. Oh, really? Okay. With decent breweries. Where um, where about in the state is Columbia? Um, Roughly. So so, so <laughs> I'm having a plums <laughs> moment. So so I I think it's I'm gonna say uh, central, but I it, it felt like it was more towards the uh, the Georgia border. Okay. Okay. Um, but but I'm going to say central because we didn't just uh, get there right away from Asheville. So right. so the last time I was there, um, and and I only got to go. To, I didn't I didn't have true beer aficionados with me, so they were uh, they were uh, just pacifying me. <laughs> but uh, some really good stuff. And then uh, the next stop could be it could be any place but Jacksonville is is just all over the the place with good breweries and then um, um, just north of Miami and Fort Lauderdale civil society brewery oh yeah you've told me about them before yeah uh, that's uh that's probably the place I got hooked I'd had milkshake IPAs before but that was the place that I fell in love with milkshake IPAs okay that's awesome and yeah. and they had stouts and other things. Um, they had um, some uh, some pale ales that were uh, um, IPA like, but they were pale ales. But their milkshake IPAs were just 
I don't know if it was the time of the year or what, but they were just rock solid. I mean, I didn't. The guys wanted to go get food someplace, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I got this, my. This food. is my food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and ultimately, uh, we went to a place that that had uh, thirty or forty craft beers from places, and so uh, I was able to keep drinking uh, craft beer. That's good. That's good. But yeah. uh, and then um, um, these are just potential places, but. Uh, if we go to Wynwood Walls in the Miami area, so that is a graffiti area, and you know I love me some some street art. Yeah, although we might need uh, Chris with us to help like navigate to it, but I, I think it's a good idea. Uh, you know, he is, he is a truly <laughs> awesome navigator. But uh, so so uh, uh, that was that was super serious shade. If, uh, <laughs> if Chris, if if you hear that, that that was I, not a positive comment. I can't I can't record any podcast episode for any series without throwing a little shade at somebody. Yeah. So, so um, uh, Winwood Walls is a, a super street art area, um, but they also have uh, a great number of uh, breweries, okay. including uh, Winwood Brewing that is uh, is outstanding, and several others. Um, don't know what the pandemic's done. I know that uh, one uh, brewery in in Winwood uh, in the Winwood Walls area closed recently. Oh, that's unfortunate. But uh, some other other places, and then uh, I think uh, after you go in the Keys, uh, Florida Keys Brewing, outstanding. And uh, Key West has a number of things uh, that have craft beer. And then as you come back, uh, I think we if if we don't get to go to podcast episode uh, festival, we'll see how that goes. We could come up the left coast and hit St. Petersburg mm-hmm. has uh, some crazy stuff. Um, I sent you yesterday on the signal chat that Plums is not part of. Uh, More shade. Yep. Yeah, uh, a. Uh, a sour, I believe it was a raspberry blueberry yeah. sour IPA. That that looked insanely good from Descent Brewing, and so uh, I had a business trip uh, before COVID, and I was actually down there in my hotel. Literally was across the street from this place. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Uh, the rest of the team wanted to go out to some fancy place, and so uh, I I went to the Descent Brewing, and uh, I just sat there and. Was and wow. Was your hotel chosen based on that location? Or was that a happy coincidence? Because so, I feel so, so normally, you know me. <laughs> I know. I choose that way. This this was a complete accident. Wow. Okay. So so I didn't want to go. I'm I'm not a highbrow place and, and they the rest of the team was going to a place on the water that, like, the cheapest entree was, you know, 30 or $40. Mm-hmm. Company pays for it. It's not out of my pocket. But that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, you all go. I'm going to hang out here. And so I just do a, are there any breweries in the area? <laughs> and it's like. One you can see out your window. <laughs> it's, in a, it's literally in a strip mall with, with uh <laughs> With not great signage, and I right. walk over there, and it's like there's uh, three or four people in there, and it was like super cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because uh, when we were at the Podfest Expo that we keep referencing, we drove about thirty minutes uh, one way every day um, to get there because our hotel was not chosen for proximity to the the expo, but to the breweries that we wanted to go to. Absolutely. So we, uh, yeah. we, we got priorities. So uh, honestly, what we should do is we should plan on going to the PodFest Expo, period. Mm-hmm. So we do the Central Florida stuff. Yeah. Um, 
I'm thinking it's a drive trip based on how I feel, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then this road trip, the more I think about it, the more I think there got to be a couple of days in the Tampa St. Pete area, maybe even three days. Maybe we don't even make it to Key West. Maybe we spend the night in Alamorada. Um, that's that's bullshit. I'm, I'm not going to be in Alamorada and I go to Key West. But but uh, uh, maybe we don't spend a lot of time in Key West. Maybe you get the Key West experience right. and we hit uh, a couple of places for music. But the Tampa St. Pete area is just unbelievably amazing okay. for cool. breweries. Um, I went down there and spent um, time alone on one of my trips and, and just – Good place after good place. Some bigger places, some smaller places, and uh, and really good stuff. So, um, so I think we have a plan for yeah, uh, I, li- I like this future episodes of we're, both. We're going on tour, and and we can work from the road, obviously, but we can uh, we can do this safely once we have our vaccines yeah. and and do all the right things. So uh, maybe to close this out, because because we we definitely want to continue to show love for our friends at uh, at West Six. We'll. Uh, We'll do some specific episodes, either of, of this or the Same Shade of Difference podcast. Uh, find it on all your local, uh, all your favorite uh, pod hosting platforms. Um, we're we're right there beside Joe Rogan. So uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we're about the same number of listeners, I think, on Same Shade uh, of I, Difference. I think uh, we're we might have passed him on that last episode. I think, but yeah. uh, if not, it's close. It's close. It's close. Yeah, we're. Uh, you know, still holding out for a, a good deal, though. Um, you know, we, we turned down Spotify that first time, uh, and then they settled on Joe Rogan, uh, which I still don't think was worth their investment. You know, they should have just upped the ante for us. But uh, I feel like any day now, probably we're going to have a good offer come in. That- you know, I think they, they bypassed us temporarily. Uh, I just listened to an episode with uh, Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen that uh, that is really outstanding. Cool, Two cool dudes having uh, important conversations. So I think when they want to get more lighthearted, they'll come back around to that, us. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they, they kind of focus their resources for a bit. That I can, I can see that. So the West Six, uh, West Six Farm, um, this is a pop-up in uh, February, almost March. Yep. They will likely open for good uh, on weekends sometime, I'm going to guess, in March or April. Yeah, I think it'll probably just kind of depend on the weather, too, what it looks yeah. like. I know um, I was I was recently looking at uh, some of my photos from the past year. I was trying to figure out with uh, the weather turning nice, uh, obviously, this week, um, when I last used my fireplace last year. And uh, I had a photo in March that I last used it. Um, it was towards the end of March, so... Um, I think it'll just kind of depend on weather permitting when they open up, but uh, I would not anticipate July this year. That's no. for sure. <laughs> I, I think we've learned so much with COVID, and, and yes. things are yeah. uh, uh, getting better. Although uh, lots of craziness coming up with uh, March and April spring breaks right. that, and uh, variants, but we'll see how that plays out. But but I think uh, most of these folks got their uh, their processes down really well. So the West Six Farm is in Frankfort, Kentucky, in Franklin County, and uh, the main brewery is uh, on West Sixth Street. Go figure <laughs> in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. It's it's like when uh, when you're watching a movie and they say the title of the movie like in a line, and you're like, oh, 
that's why they did it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, super good place. Uh, there is a uh, uh, non-West 6 food uh, opportunity there with Smithtown yep. Seafood that uh, they deliver to your table. Very fantastic. And uh, good food, and and uh, the brewery uh, staff is is just outstanding. The newest location uh, was put off a little bit because of COVID, yep. but finally opened in Louisville. John and I visited uh, down there, and we got to uh, I am going to call her out, meet our favorite uh, <laughs> uh, Nulu uh, uh, West Six manager, uh, Caitlin, and uh, and and Caitlin is uh, is one of our all time favorites. She uh, she. Uh, Came from the Lexington Brewery, had lots of responsibilities there, helped them open the farm and make it successful, Mm -hmm. and now she's managing the new location as well. So so that location. And then they do have another location in Lexington. It's unclear to me whether they're ever going to reopen it or not. Oh, I didn't. The Green Room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so uh, the Green Room is kind of a small hole in the wall. It was only open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. And um, I don't believe it's opened at all during COVID. Yeah, I don't think it's too conducive to uh, hanging out during. It's, during it's really COVID. like a yeah. small shotgun sort of yeah. place. There's no way to social distance and things like that. Um, it's a cool place to hang out because it's really intimate. Right. Not not probably what you need to be doing right now. So I I don't know the status. Yeah. Of it's, it's like hanging out like in the break room in the distillery district. Like that's not, a, <laughs> that's, it's not conducive at all. It's, so John, I, I appreciate you uh, joining me on the uh, craft brew gig. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Always. I, I, I did uh, kind of infer that, uh, he kind of was going to be doing this more, <laughs> and he didn't push back. So we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. So uh, yeah, I, I want to keep my I want to keep my streak going. You know, yeah, absolutely. Batting a thousands, keep it up. And um, you know, maybe maybe we'll get that Joe Rogan money with both same shade of difference. Oh yeah, because those uh, are those are separate separate contracts for sure. Oh, like we're not you no. can't we're not signing up two for one. No, 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 no. no. That's, yeah, they, that's Joe Rogan money twice. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So, uh, John, thanks for uh, hanging out. What time is it? It is. Uh, is it beer o'clock? It's uh, 20 <laughs> minutes till beer o'clock. Okay. We're close. Well, so, that'll, uh, that'll give us enough time to like wrap up. Uh, we can pack up our stuff, talk about how this setup works since it's kind of like an experimental recording session and then uh, yeah. get beer. Yeah. I'm curious if the video camera uh, still has battery. It does look like it's still it, recording. It, see, it seems like it's going at least. So that's, that's good. All right. Good deal. Hey man, it's uh it's good to see you in person. It is. It is. So it's rare. Uh, we will uh we'll wrap this up and uh where can people find you online? Yeah, so people can find me online at uh, unusually.pink. It's sort of the uh I like the domain name so much that when the Unusually Pink podcast uh went defunct, I kept all of the blog posts and things that I had there. Um, I've just been building on that, and then that has a bunch of links to all the other places. Um, I've recently started doom scrolling and shit posting on Twitter again, so you can also find me there um, at unusually pink on Twitter. I, I, I've noticed that, and and I also noticed that world famous game developer Andrew Palumbo. Uh, actually just found your blog the other day. Yeah, uh, I did set up uh, If This Then That to uh, auto-post to Twitter whenever uh, I make a blog post. And uh, 
Yeah, I I assume uh, he he posted a uh, a very grammatically incorrect reply to one of my auto posts with my latest uh, blog entry, um, saying he was going to be reading it while uh, he was riding in a car to uh, Indiana. And I assume that's the most reading he has done, probably in the past four years, or longer, or and, longer. And, and I don't. I think it said, "I'm a gonna read." Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I, I had to. I had to share the tweet in a group chat just because it was so abysmal. Um, yeah. Shame on his high school. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> in, in fairness, he 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 did kind of threaten his high school once upon a time. He did. He did. Uh, he got in trouble for making some. Uh, terroristic threats, I believe. Via a printer. Via a printer, yes. Um, it's, it's, which, it's not often you can you can have a printer talk for you. Yeah, that's that's probably about, if you're going to do it, that's probably about the worst way to do it, I yeah. think, is through a printer. But uh, that's that's the kind of person we're talking about. But uh, but he is yeah. world famous, a world famous developer. Uh, even though he, uh, he, he let his um, Apple developer account lapse instead of renewing it. So uh, his game is no longer on the App Store. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that, that, that happened. Um, I, I guess, I guess he's just going to move he, to the cloud. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. He, uh, he even took off the, uh, the, the website I made for him. He, he took it offline cause he didn't want to pay for the hosting anymore cause he didn't have a, a developer account anymore. So he's, he's, he, he took all of his money and he, he just cut and run, you know, oh, just wow. wasn't going to. Well, deal with you it know, anymore, but if you make as much money on a game like he I did, guess, maybe you can do. Yeah, that. when he raked it in, I, I can't believe he's still working. But uh, yeah, where uh, where can people find you at online? Um, as this this podcast is sort of your namesake. It's it, funny <laughs> you can find me at uh, craftbrewgeek.com. That'll uh, take you to some social media, and mm-hmm. uh, and if this video works out, we will be uh, on. Uh, a YouTube channel yeah. uh, at okay. the uh, Craft Brew Geek uh, on YouTube and and we're already at uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. So yeah. all the normal places and just if you listen to Same Shade of Difference, you'll find uh, that uh, I haven't invested in doing my podcast yet, or I mean in my website yet. So uh, so we'll just keep podcasting and maybe a website will show up one yeah, of these one days. Of the, one of these days, now that you're not working on the uh, bluebirdcky.com the, website. The, the, the Bluebird site took a lot of cycles. It did. Um, uh, I, I think most of that was, was probably like um, – Getting like directorial feedback, maybe from from a person who the site was for. It, it was more really than the sorting through all the the verbose um, content <laughs> he he gave me and trying to figure out what was the best stuff to use. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, it's just like reams of material that you really had to sift through. So I, I can yep. understand the struggle for sure. All right, man. Good seeing you. Let's uh, let's wait about fifteen minutes. Yeah, now and go have another beer. Go get a beer. I'll see you, man. Thanks.